My name is Alex. And my name is Paige. And you're listening to us on Above and Beyond. with another episode of Above and Beyond, brought to you by the Reengineering Australia Foundation. REA's goal is to engage, inspire and educate students, teachers and industry about the value of STEM education and STEM career pathways. Dhabi. Yes, we are. Very frightening. <laughs> well, a couple of weeks ago, I spoke to both Alex and Paige about um, participating in the upcoming F1 Schools World Final and what they thought about what their expectations of what was coming for them. Uh, they've just basically completed the F1 Schools and last night we had the award ceremony and maybe you can fill us in, Paige, on how you did. Yes, yeah, so last night we had our award ceremony. It was hosted on turn one of the Yas Marina Circuit, which was just an amazing experience within itself. And we were very lucky to come out with a few wins. So Ascension won the Best Engineered Car Award, which, you know, we were all so ecstatic about. And two of our team members, Brock Stinson and Caleb Krauss, made it into the Unlever Williams Racing Academy program, which is only offered to 10 students and it's only offered within the F1 in schools competition so the whole team is extremely proud of them and we're extremely proud of each other so where did you come outright so we came outright fifth which is an amazing effort considering it's all of our first time in a world finals it's just it's amazing i should point out that australia got uh, three teams in the top 10 there's 55 teams competing from 30 countries and in the racing part top 40 teams were only separated by 0.1 of a second which is the tightest competition we've ever seen in the 15 years of F1 in schools. So Alex, your impression of what's gone on between a few weeks ago when we first spoke and now, what's changed or what, what, what do you think about F1 in schools now? Well, personally, I think that F1 in schools now has been a, a fantastic competition. I didn't realise how um, enjoyable it would be. I thought it would be oh, more stress when we got here because it would be so, so much work after another late nights, early mornings. But now I look back on it and I'm like, it was all worth it. We got the best best recognised car in, in top five out of at the whole world and we placed fifth right overall. So to me, I reckon that's a big achievement for me and personally I would recommend it to all my friends to try and do it because I don't think many people in the world would get this opportunity that we've been given. Given your expectations, what you thought you were coming to to start with and then when you get here and there's the big stage and everything and and meeting with Crofty and everyone else that we've met with. How big a difference is that? How much has your perception changed? It's changed heaps because um, at the start of the competition, I didn't think we were going to do so well because we started off a bit rocky. But then after talking to Crofty and a few other of the judges and everyone else, we kind of got a sense that, okay, we're in this for the long run. We know we can change what we're doing. We can get to the top 10, even top five, which we have. And now that... The competition's over. Looking back of all the conversations I've had with everyone over, over the past week, they've helped us get here in so many ways we just haven't realised. Hey, what's it like to be at a world final? 
someone who doesn't know. It is amazing. Uh, The atmosphere is just great. You're surrounded by passionate, smart students uh, who have an amazing interest in STEM and just looking around, looking at pits, looking at cars, looking at uniforms, you know, how people just interpret the criteria and how they how they represent their country and how they all come together to just really rise up to this F1 in Schools Challenge. So last night you got to meet a few uh, people at the award ceremony. Yeah. So who are some of the ones that you met? So we, look, I'm not super familiar with F1 drivers, but there was one, the 2016 yeah, world Nico, champion. Nico Rosberg. Yes. Um, so it was very much an honour to meet him. I think quite a few of the boys got their shirts signed and hats. And there was, you know, the Red Bull Racing team. There was the chairman of F1 in school. Chase Carey. Yep. Uh, yeah. So some very prestigious guests. What's it like working with Crofty? Now, Crofty, for those who are in the audience, is the is the voice of Formula One. But Crofty spoke for four days and engaged with everybody. I think he did a wonderful job. What was it like dealing with someone that's as famous as Crofty? Well, if he's talking, you don't give him an, an extra few seconds because he'll tell a bad joke. Um, <laughs> it was great because Crofty always kept us focused, kept us engaged, made sure we had lots of fun. And throughout the four days that Crofty kept speaking, it was never boring we never had time to put ourselves down because there was always crafty talking to make sure okay have fun get going keep working and that was like kind of our motto because every time we thought okay this hasn't gone well next thing you know crafty speaking so we're always like okay we can we can push forward we've got this for those who don't know crafty is one of those guys that um make sure everyone's happy at the same page and would rather put himself down for others. So during this competition process, you've had to go through a whole series of judging things. Maybe you could lead the audience through the kinds of judging that you've had to undergo and what each of them was like for you. Yep. So the first part of our judging was scrutineering. So we had to hand in our cars and all the scrutineers measure the car to make sure it's within regulations. We suffered a few hiccups with that. Our car turns out to be a real pain in the butt to scrutineer. So um, yeah, it was quite difficult for the judges to determine what was legal and what wasn't. But at the end of the day, we came out with a 100% legal car, um, which was an amazing effort. And we're super proud of that. As well as that, you get judged on a lot of enterprise components. So you have your enterprise portfolio, your verbal presentation, which consists of a 10-minute speech to three judges in a room. It is very, very intimidating. And with the limited time we had to work on it, we did very, very well and we were very happy with our outcome. Speak about enterprise, what's involved in enterprise for someone who doesn't know? Yep. So, well, personally, I'm the marketing manager for Ascension, so I know all about that. The enterprise side of the team just makes sure that all of the funds are available. And as marketing manager, I make sure that people actually want to sponsor us and that the world knows who we are, who F1 in schools is, and that we are an amazing group of young students who are willing to take on the world. So you've also done engineering judging? Yes. uh, So engineering judging was basically uh, similar to scrutineering. So you would have to present your CAD models of the car and your car itself. And so basically you're showing your design of the car through different models and processes to your final car. So the judges make sure that nothing's been changed and you haven't outsourced the manufacturing to make sure it's all 100% your own work. And in doing so, they make sure that everything was in in regulations as well. So in doing so, we had a 
100% legal car and that helped us with engineering because we knew we weren't going to get too harsh of a feedback. We knew it was going to be positive and in the end it was. So given that winning the award for best engineered car is considered the creme de la creme of the awards, um, it's quite remarkable for Australian kids to again beat the Americans and beat the Germans and beat the English at that thing. How does that make you feel? Personally, I was shocked for work for words last night when we won it. it it's a great honour to to have. Me and a few other, the engineers in Ascension, we were mind blown. We we were jaw dropped. We couldn't say anything for the first two minutes. And, and then as soon as we got up on stage, it was just a shock to the face because we're like, oh, we're here. We're holding the trophy. Like, how how can we go from not, not being able to even consider us holding it to being up and holding it? It was a shock. It was a great honour to hold, and I think as soon as we all got off the, sta- off the stage, we all realised we've got we've got the best car in the in the world. So, what was the trophy? Maybe you can explain what it was. Uh, so, the trophy was an undercarriage of a, a Formula One car. <laughs> it was it was one of the wing things that hold the wings up on the side. Yes, on the side. So, it was a carbon fibre. It was a carbon fibre steel rod that holds the wing up. Yeah. It's going to be a pain in the butt to transport back home, but I'm sure it's all worth it. <laughs> That's off a Williams F1 car. Yes, it is. And you also get to tour the pits with Williams today. Yes, we do. We get a private tour with Williams. Should be pretty cool, eh? Oh, we're looking forward to it. So of the experience of going through from when you first started F1 to now and looking back on it, what are the things that have changed in you that have had a biggest impact on each of you? So I have become much more of a resilient and patient person um, because constantly you're just getting hit with challenges and hiccups along the road. So it's just taught me to persevere, keep your head up, and there's no point in worrying, no point in crying, no point in just stopping and having a sulk about things because at the end of the day, you're on a time limit and even though you have eight months to get everything ready, it's really not enough. So there's no time to to wail around. For me, it's actually kind of similar. So at the start of the competition, when we first decided we're going to do F1, I was terrible at speaking. I hate speaking to different people and to an audience. Now I'm speaking to you guys and I'm confident to speak in front of a room of about 200 people. I've also learnt that patience is a key virtue. Don't rush into things because you're going to stuff it up. We learnt that, well I learnt that from actually manufacturing the cars. So time time is key and when you don't have a lot of it, use patience because patience will get you across the finish line. There are certainly lots of ups and downs at an event like this, aren't there? Yes, it's like a roller coaster. Yeah, so we were definitely pre-warned, pre-warned that it will be a roller coaster of emotions. Oh my goodness, it was. By the second day, I was in my room with my team manager and I was like, you know how, you know, the REA were telling us it's going to be a roller coaster of emotions? Well, I think I've had three highs and three lows already. You know, you just kind of forget about all the things that have happened. It just all goes so quickly. And then before you know it, you're at the awards presentation and you think, wow. That was a hectic week and you just you don't even remember all of the lows you had. It's just about the highs. Would you recommend this to other students? Highly because um, F1 in schools has made me, re- made me realise that um, I can do anything I set my mind to it and I don't know how many people out there know about a world competition like this where they can actually get benef- benefit from it. So you get the Williams toy, you get um, scholarships. And personally, I didn't even know any of that until I started to do F1. And since then, I've 
told so many people about it to um, get involved. Um, one of my sister's friends has um, convinced their school to start doing it. So it's a massive achievement for them. And to be honest, I would keep telling people about, about it because it's the best um, STEM competition I've ever participated in. I must point out that last night at the award ceremony, we were having dinner, if that's the term, we were having our meal before the awards, and it was on, we were on turn one at the Yas Marina circuit. It's quite remarkable to be standing on the F1 circuit, mm-hmm. eating dinner, being presented awards. <laughs> what did you think about that as an environment? Uh, personally, I've always wanted to um, go to an actual F1 competition so and watch the cars, but... For me, actually being on the track was amazing. I'd never even dreamed about being on a track, especially being on a track, being presented awards for F1 in school. So that was, um, I'm lost for words at the moment. So um, it it was shocking because all my dreams had just been squashed together into one one serving, if you put it. Yeah, so the experience was just so surreal for me. Um, just I kept on forgetting that I was on turn one of Yas Marina Circuit, you know. I'd just be sitting there talking with my friends, you know, and then I'd realise, like, whoa, I'm on an F1 track. Like, this doesn't happen every day. We drove down to turn one on buses. Um, so <laughs> you had about hundreds of us just piled in these buses, slowly chugging along the circuit. And it was just like, what is happening right now? Out of all of the things I expected F1 in schools to give me, it was not a bus ride down Yasparina circuit, but it just goes to show that F1 in schools can really get you anywhere. <laughs> well, this morning you're going to meet the team and get inside the pits. I think that will be sub- surprisingly good as well. So. I'm sure you'll enjoy that. Yeah, um, I'm super duper excited for that experience. I think me and the other boys are. I think we're going to try and take the um, best engineer trophy. I think try and get them to sign it. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Try and lugging it on the bus again. Well, I think we've heard for some quite remarkable young people here, and and the experiences they've had or are still having have changed them. You're going to certainly pick up their enthusiasm and their um, wonder of life, and I think that's just a wonderful thing to hear. Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you very much. Thank you. And enjoy today. (laughs) We most certainly will. Thank you.